Hello, I'm Jamie DiPolo, Senior Editor at BreastCancer.org. I'm podcasting live from the 2023 San Antonio Breast Cancer Symposium. My guest is Dr. Ann May, Professor at the Julius Center for Health Sciences and Primary Care at the University Medical Center Utrecht in the Netherlands. At this conference, she presented the results from her study looking at how exercise can help people diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. As background, Dr. May was part of the expert group that developed the American Society of Clinical Oncology guidelines on exercise for people being treated for early stage cancer. But when those guidelines were developed, there wasn't enough research on exercise in people with metastatic cancer to make any recommendations. So she decided to do this study. Dr. May, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So first of all, could you describe the study design for us? Yes, what we did in the preferable effects study, we recruited patients from eight centers all around Europe and also centers in Australia. And um, all patients with metastatic breast cancer who had stable metastases were allowed to enter our trial. And then when patients provided consent, we randomized them so it was a random process whether you get the intervention, the excess intervention, or the control group. And we included 357 women with metastatic breast cancer. Or I'm sorry, I need to say there were two men in our study. And we were happy about that because we opened the study for men as well. And uh, at the end, half of them received the excess intervention and the other half the control group. And uh, what kind of exercise did the people do? And the exercise intervention group received a nine-month exercise program that was supervised by a physiotherapist or exercise trainer. And uh, every session consisted of endurance training, resistance training, and balance training. And that means that uh, patients cycled on a cycle ergometer with quite high intensities. And uh, the resistance exercises were done on machines, and then in all the muscles of the body, the large muscles were trained. And um, the program was uh, offered twice per week for six months. And then in the last three months of the program, so the, from six to nine months, patients uh, did one of the supervised sessions on their own at home. Okay, great. And what uh, treatments were the people receiving? Did you look at that? Yes, we looked at that. So at the start of our intervention, over half of all patients received endocrine treatment. And for the other patients, it was a mixture of other treatments patients receive. But we opened the study to everyone, so it was not uh, that only patients with undergoing one certain treatment were allowed to enter. Now, it was uh, for us very important that this was a study that would also yeah, include a broad sample of patients with metastatic breast cancer. So Sure. So basically, anybody with metastatic disease was eligible? Yes. Okay. And then uh, I want to ask about modifications to the exercise. Were those allowed for people who couldn't do certain movements or if they had bone metastases and maybe something wasn't safe? Yeah, so our exercise program was we had a protocol, but already in the protocol we specified that, for example, if patients have bone mats in their lower spine, that then some of these exercises uh, who put burden on the spine uh, should be uh, um, adapted. So it was clearly um, described. And also, uh, the program was always adapted to how patients were feeling. So if they had just a tough treatment period, then of course we uh, adjusted the program for them. 
So it was really individualized. And also at the start of the intervention, we did a fitness test so that every patient started the program at her or his own level. Oh, that makes sense. So then, and they could progress at their yes. own level as well. Yes. Perfect. And now, what were the results? I know that they were good, so I'm very excited for you to share them with us. Yes, we were also very excited when we saw our results at first. So we found that patients in the excess intervention had lower levels of fatigue as compared to the control group. Uh, also, their quality of life was better. We found better physical functioning. We found better physical fitness. And also, patients reported that they were better able to meet friends, their family, uh, and if patients were still working, also their working life was improved. And last, and that I thought we think is very important, we also looked into symptoms. So we found, for example, that uh, almost 60% of our patients at baseline, so at start of the study, reported levels of pain and dyspnea that were above the clinical relevant threshold, so quite distressing. And then we found that while exercising, pain and dyspnea decreased in the intervention group. And why do we think this is important? Of course, because this is a huge benefit for patients, but also um, we learned from a questionnaire study we did in uh, patients with metastatic breast cancer in Europe, where we asked patients, what are barriers and facilitators for you to start exercising? And one of the barriers that was that uh, was mentioned was that patients who had worries that their pain or their fatigue would increase while exercising. And now this study shows the opposite, that both fatigue and pain decrease. And I think this is something that is, is, is an important message that should also uh, oncologists tell their patients when they recommend exercise to them, that it's, it's also it, it's safe and it decreases distressing symptoms. And, and I have to ask, just for those of us who aren't doctors, dyspnea, what is that in le plain language? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. That is uh, shortness of breath. Oh, got it. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Now, was it hard for people to stick with the exercise program? I know you said that some people thought, oh, you know, I can't start because of pain or fatigue. Did you have pretty good compliance? Yes, we were very content with the compliance. Uh, we had... Uh, a median of 77 session percent of all sessions were attended by patients and the main reason for not attendance were medical reasons also hospital visits for example um, and also a vacation which is quite logical if you follow a nine months program then you always have um, some vacations so now we we really saw a good adherence to the program and i think that what helped to adhere is that it was supervised, so you have a trainer. Some patients uh, trained in groups, so you have other group uh, members, and that were sometimes patients, but sometimes also other people with other complaints. So it's, and, uh, and what also motivated them was that the program was really adjusted to their needs. That makes sense, and it also reinforces the research and opinions that say if you work out with a friend or a buddy, you're much more likely to stick to the program. Yes, I guess that's something that that counts for all of us. Sure, yeah. Now, during the media briefing on your study, you shared some quotes from people who participated in the study. So I wondered if you could just summarize those for us because that was very powerful. Yeah, we had uh, we included uh, quotes of two patients, and one of the patients said that, and that was. Or, 
actually what we just discussed, that the coach helped her a lot, that she motivated her to come and that was very powerful for her. And the other quote was a, a woman who was uh, treated with chemotherapy during the exercise intervention and she said that every time she came, sometimes she was too fatigued to come, but she decided to come and at the end she felt better and therefore she was very grateful to getting this intervention. That's that's wonderful. Now, if someone diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer is listening to this and wants to start exercising and maybe doesn't know how or is scared, uh, what advice would you give them? My advice is always first talk to your treating physician or oncology nurse about it because they know you best and can also point out some contraindications if they are. So that is the first thing that should be done. And then look for a certified or in any case an exercise training trainer who has experience with working with patients with cancer and um, also what very what we think is very important is that the the, the oncologists provide the phys physical fitness trainers with information on the patients so whether for example the location of bone metastases so because so then the physical trainers are uh, yeah, could adjust the program. Yeah, I think that is that is the advice I have. Okay. And in in that case, would it make sense for? Obviously, you said that people should talk to their doctor, but maybe say, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking about starting exercising. Could you give me a quick summary for the trainer I'm going to work with, just so that person's aware?" Yes. So that that is what I think is would be great and also necessary. Perfect, Dr. May. Thank you so much. Thank you.